Well, Robbie, thank you for being here today. I'm so excited to talk with you and share this lovely conversation with my Soulful Soundbites listeners. So today I have Ravi Sapal, and he is a longtime friend and someone I have admired because he just has a way with sound, especially the shamanic drum. And so I wanted to bring him here in this episode and really root this conversation on how sound can become a vehicle or a vessel to bridge our outer and inner worlds. And I know Ravi from some learning and classwork and training we've done through Sacred Stream in Berkeley with the guidance of Dr. Issa Gacharti. And I've also learned that Ravi, you're a Reiki practitioner and teacher and all things Reiki. And you even volunteered and led and managed a clinic, which is just so cool. I did not know that about you. Oh, yes. That was uh, before I got into the shamanic world. I was actually, I learned Reiki first, and that was at the advice of a friend who's now actually a DH practitioner at Second Stream. She was the one that said to me, go and learn Reiki. I asked her about Reiki, and she told me, and then I got Reiki back. I was attuned back in 2000. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You, you certainly have a way with energy and is certainly a topic let's unravel and, and play with. So there's so many directions to go, but why don't we start with some of the traditional instruments that have been used for helping to use sound as that vessel to bridge our inner and outer worlds? Okay. I think the, the one that comes foremost in our minds is the, the drum, is the buffalo drum. That's been used in tradition from, oh my gosh, whenever shamanisms first started, which was connecting with nature, we're, we're talking about 20, 30, 40,000 years ago, that the sound and the percussive sound of the drum to actually help is getting us into that state where we can actually, the non, where we can actually observe non-ordinary reality. So but please let me know if I'm uh, talking too, too much shop, as it were, because I mean, we are both uh, shamanic practitioners. So that was the first one. I mean, the, the sound of actually, even our hands are percussive. So that, that's also a, another way of creating sound for our purposes. Yeah. And I think to even just expand on that, in particular, the drum is, I have a, a love affair for my drums. They're just so powerful. And the what I've learned through them and with them is that they mimic the sound of the heartbeat, which helps us get into that theta state, which makes us kind of dreamy and that altered state where we're kind of awake, but kind of sleepy and dreamy. And it's then when we can really get out of our intellect and really settle in and into that sort of uh, restful inner peace. Yes, absolutely. I agree with you there. It is actually doesn't mimic the, the heartbeat. And the way, obviously, we do our the, the journeying, it is a little bit faster than a heartbeat, but then it gets to the point where our mind, I th you know what I'm thinking that the sound of the drum is probably when we were a baby, our heart, the baby's heartbeats are much faster. So I think we're tapping into that beat so that when we do our theta state, so when we boot, you know, when we play our drum, that's when we get to that theta state, when we are pushing it to the heartbeat, which is much higher. It's like, I think baby's heartbeats are almost like a hundred a minute. I'm not sure that uh, I'll have to research that, but unborn babies' beat heartbeats are much faster. So if you, 
I'm not sure when you're a mother and when you did a sonogram, did you hear the heartbeat of the baby going? Duk, 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 yes. Faster? Yes. It, it was like a little squirrel. It felt like that it was yes. just so fast and you're right. The heartbeat is much faster. And I know too, um, a lot of the indigenous cultures reference that heartbeat as that of mother earth. Yes. You know, and I just love that, how it just really brings us back to the essence of nature. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, that's where uh, this is, this, this is what it's all about is us in our shamanic practices, connecting with nature and it's, it's energy field that we are part of because we, we are in it all the time. We don't recognize it. We don't feel it, but there are certain people amongst us that can actually feel that. And for us that have forgotten that the drumbeat can actually bring us into harmony or be, become aware of that energetic field as well. Yeah. You know, speaking of the heartbeat, I've also recently learned that the rattle can be sort of stories around the, the sound of the rattle being an yes. instrument or a vessel is that first sound before hearing of a, in utero, the first sound you hear almost like the blood flow through the vessels before you hear the heartbeat. Right. And I just right. think that's so beautiful. And every time I rattle now, that's what I'm thinking is, you know, before hearing that heartbeat, it's just that little sound to sort of. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you ever want to listen to your own blood rushing is to cup your hands of your ears and then you hear that background noise and that is the, uh, that is your blood. Uh, and she pointed out the rattle is also another instrument that can actually get, induce a theta state in us is if you rattle it in a consistent fashion. So like shaking it at a consistent beat, it actually then the same thing like with the drum, we have it, we, the drum, we beat the drum at a consistent beat. That's what actually induces that uh, theta stasis, calms us down, gets us out of our uh, ordinary reality or, or everything that's going on. And we focus on the sound. The sound brings us into that beautiful theta state where then we can and then open up a whole new world of possibilities. Yes. Yes. Beautifully said. And just to kind of popcorn off some of the other instruments that have been used. I know tuning forks, I really like yes. using those when working in person because yep. you, you've got to really kind of feel that vibration. Right, Tibetan bowl. Sorry, Ravi, go ahead. Yeah, sure. Uh, the tuning forks is another instrument that I know there's, I have friends who actually do healing sessions just by using tuning forks and the, the tuning forks are actually tuned to a specific note and different notes can induce different healing healing uh, within the person. So you could be having a, something tuned to G that can be put on your third eye or something like that. And then with the tuning forks, I believe you have to put them onto your body and that the vibration itself, and that's what sound is, it's, it's actually your air moving, uh, vibrating. And then that actually can help with healing. Singing bowls or, or crystal bowls, those things are absolutely amazing. Each bowl is tuned to a specific note. And if I may relate a story, I was up in Shasta one time at a place that sold crystals. And this the proprietor has a room at the back where she keeps at least 50 singing bowls all tuned differently, each one constructed differently. And then we are uh, asked for her to, you know, give us a, a sound healing. And so there's 30 of us in this small room and she has all these crystal bowls uh, laid out. And she actually converses with every single bowl 
and she's actually had a relationship with that as uh, with each one of those and then she started uh, going with you know saying oh this is how this one sound this is one how the sounds and so on and we are being this sound is washing over us so beautifully what she did then was she then played seven bowls all vibrating at the same time and Erica, that was such a beautiful experience. It's like all of my walls that I had constructed and everything else all fell down and I was literally in tears. It was so overwhelming and so beautiful. It was like somebody had removed this curtain or this broken this wall that I had created around myself. And I was literally crying. And I thought, hold on a second, I'm the only one crying. And I looked around the room, 60% of us in that room are were all crying because it was such a beautiful it actually reached into our souls as it were and then expanded our hearts to let out all this emotion that we've been carrying inside of us that's so beautiful Robbie I want to just teleport myself into that back room right now and just be in that vibrational place and you know it's you emphasize something that's really interesting is that sound i mean you, you gave the story of how sound allows us to break through the layers that we may or may not even know exist around us to really connect with that essence of who we are and you know it's just it's so powerful and you have to truly experience it to realize yes. that it's not woo woo it's just a way of in this simplistic way of being like we're all energy and when you're experiencing that vibration that kind of lifts you it's moving absolutely um the other thing that um, we were talking about you know beats or something our voice it is actually a producer of sound and we can actually mimic like the drum we can uh, mimic a drum we can mimic sound and we can uh voices two voices together in harmony and i, I just want to relate to another experience i just had recently um in my tradition we have kirtan which uh, i think uh, you might be familiar with so they the kirtan is uh, a singing of the hymns from our holy book and my wife and i went to a, a wedding just recently and before the wedding actually started the people that were performing the kirtan the we call them ragis and they were going through and it was so beautiful and the words that they were singing and the sound that they are from the instruments, uh, the tabla, the harmonium. And I'm sitting there and I've got tears in my eyes because the sound and the what I'm hearing and I'm listening to, uh, uh, you know, listening to the words and reading the words on a big screen or what they were saying, it just literally wants me, you know, I am so emotional at this point. This emotion is coming in. And I've got tears in my eyes and I'm crying there sitting down in our uh, holy t temple and then quietly crying and so like wiping my tears away because I didn't want other people to understand, you know, wanted to say that what's going on with you because it was so powerful for me. And it, it's happened a lot. Every time I hear a song or a devotional song, it reaches into me and then brings out all these emotions and I just feel like, Oh, so beautiful. And all the emotions that I've been keeping back inside of me, they just come out and they get released. And I find healing in that as well. So here's another 
uh, example of sound where the music that you listen to is it moves you to the point where you do feel emotions overwhelm you and you're crying and it's it's a, it's a release i mean literally crying is releasing emotions from your body yes yes i love that you said that because sometimes people associate crying with a weakness or something that's not desired and it's truly right. just a, a cleansing in a way it is it is yeah and it is actually scientists have physiologically uh, stated that you know crying is actually a good release of it releases certain chemicals in your brains and it helps you um i'm not sure what the all the underlying uh, physiology is but it, it does release certain chemicals in your brains and it brings out a lot of healing as well yeah you know and sometimes the sound it can just be relaxing where maybe it's not a huge release like white noise, you know, I can just many, I mean, you're hearing it more and more. There's even alarm clocks now that will wake you up to a gentle white noise. And some of that white noise are sounds of nature. And that's always been my preference of just nature also gives us that sense of equilibrium and that stability. Absolutely. I mean, you've seen that some of the sounds are basically birds chirping in nature or the wind flowing, blowing through trees, the surf, the gentle lapping of surf, and even gentle rain. I mean, it is so calming and soothing. I think we well, one thing we have to realize is that we need to allow ourselves to focus onto that and allow us to become one with the, the noise that is there rather than, you know, our, our mind have a tendency to say, oh, that's, I will get away from that because it's not, it's not for me. But if you allow to go into that sound, then you can feel yourself relaxing and calming down. I mean, if you imagine that if you're coming from a long, hard day at work and you've had a really stressful sound, there's a few things you can do. You can go out and, you know, go and get a drink or something like that. But if you so choose, you can come home, sit down and listen to some nice, relaxing, soothing music and just allow all the day to wash out of you all that stress that you're carrying just to allow it to uh, flow out of your body and you feel refreshed afterwards so i mean everyday stuff it doesn't have to be you have to go to a healing session or something like that just by listening to some lovely sounds of uh, nature or your favorite song that can have a so much of a soothing effect on your whole day yes yeah you know and one of the things that i just you know admire about you is when you are with your shamanic drum and you just have like, it's like the soul of the drum comes through and creates this really safe place to just allow and release and receive. And so maybe you could talk about how the drum can be a form of a healing. I know people come to you for shamanic drum healings. Maybe you could kind of walk us through like what that's like. Sure. If I can make just a little background, and when you were mentioning that about uh, how the drum comes out and had such a soulful effect on people, as our teacher, Dr. Issa, had says that, you know, when you get a new drum, you have to activate it. You have to come with it. You have to journey to the drum. You can become one in the drum. So when you are at one with the drum, then your energies are things. And when you beat the drum, when you uh, play the drum, it feels as though part of you and the drum are together and then you're producing this uh, sound and it's coming up. And uh, again, with the, you have that gentle beating uh, of the drum for journeying, but as you say that we can also use it for healing purposes. 
Now, when you are healing using a drum healing, then it is very much allowing yourself and the drum to become one and allowing our guides to guide us into what needs to be done. So if you allow yourself to, you know, become a vessel for this and just go with whatever uh, is being guiding to you. So if a person is lying down and they've come to you from some chronic illness or for some other uh, things that they're experiencing, you can go over a specific area on the body and you can drum gently just to give a soothing effect. Or if you feel that there's an area that there's something, some energy that is stuck there or that's been there forever for a long time, then we can actually increase the percussion of it. So you can go really loud, bang, so that it has that explosive sound where it allows any of the stuck energy to be shattered because of the strength of the vibrations that are coming. It can go from really smooth, gentle stuff to give overall things and then to go somewhere else in the part of your body. And if people experience it, have you've experienced drum healing yourself, that that percussive sound actually goes into your organs and they start vibrating. And you, you can feel some energy that was stuck there, then it's no longer, it's allowed to be, it dissipates the energy so that it can move out of your system altogether. And so that's how drum healings can be so powerful, is to shift energies that are stuck within you uh, so that they can actually be released um, naturally out of your body. Yeah. And, you know, to share my own experience that happened just, you know, a couple months ago was, um, and to uh, my experience of a drum healing, not by you, but, but from somebody else. And the one thing I wanted to emphasize is that there has to be a willingness to release it going into the healing. And in my case, when I was ready and I was like, okay, I, I, I need to clear this. The drum healing was so, how do I even put words to this? Cause trying to put words to energy just feels so limiting, but it's, you know, physically it felt like I was the, the ground beneath me was crumbling and, you know, but in a way where I wasn't scared, like I wasn't, but I felt like I couldn't quite stay steady. And, you know, was, I felt like I was sort of teetering and then it was almost like a little bit of a lightheaded feeling. And then there was just like a, a complete like wash, if you will, like a strong wash that then went through my body down my feet. And then it was just like, I was floating. And I mean, I'm an earth person. I love being grounded. And so while this would normally feel so frightening to not have that steady groundedness underneath me, I felt liberated. It was so incredible where, you know, through that healing, you know, I was able to then totally allow and receive what was coming next. And, and so it was just, I mean, I was literally in tears. I, I had to just go out in nature and be in the elements Mm. to sort of just have, you know, to kind of get back in my body and get settled to, you know, be present and, and, and function. But it was just, you know, and, and I love that there's people out there like you that are doing this and available to help people do that. And, Mm. you know, and the afterwards part, I'll share my afterwards. And I always love to hear what your clients tell you, what happens to them afterwards. Um, but afterwards, you know, once I kind of was in nature and sort of got myself 
together, it was like a reorganization of energy where it just felt so much more um, settled and kind of calm and yet spacious at the same time. Like there wasn't like this dense stuff that was sort of just existing. It just felt like then I could move, I could move forward. Absolutely. So what about you? Like, what have you found? Like after you're done, do you feel like energy moves through you being that, you know, sort of channel for the drum? And then what do your clients tell you? Oh, okay. I'm both from clients. So they usually feel a sense of uh, relief, lightness, and the heaviness that we're experiencing has moved out of the bodies. Me personally, oh, it's that's interesting. I've never really thought about how I feel after uh, performing a drum healing for me, it's usually, it's actually quite energizing, I think, for me. Because, I mean, I'm just going there, just doing my thing and, uh, you know, drumming away as a sometimes soft, sometimes hard. And I feel, the, you know, feeding off the reactions of where, uh, what the people are saying. Um, and, you know, afterwards, I think there's a sense of like, wow, that was a lot. There's a lot of energy that got channeled through. But usually after that, then again, going out in the sun, I, I do feel a little bit more energized than myself. A little bit. I'm also wondering that in healing the other person, that there is some healing that I'm receiving as well at the same time. So there's always that aspect of it as well. And if you do feel kind of like, yes, that was intense. I'm feeling a little tired now. But then a few minutes later, just go outside to have a little snack and drink some water. And then you're back to like, oh, that was really, really good. And you're a bit much more chirpy. And it, it's, it feels that... Uh, from my perspective, it feels that you've actually helped somebody, and that's always gratifying for me, that you were a part of, not that I healed the person, but I was a part of their healing, because we don't heal, we're just that channel, allow that source and the energy of the universe to actually heal that person. So that, that's always quite nice. Yes. Yeah, beautifully said. You know, I think too, to help make this practical for some people, because this might be a new concept for folks is that, you know, stuck energy, at least in my sake, was a really old, limiting, disturbing belief I held. And it was held so tightly. I just thought that was who I was. And so I had, you know, over the course of my life have done years and years of talk therapy and had thought I had, you know, un you know, unearthed the roots behind this and had freed myself, but there was still just some lingering that was just so, so tricky to, and so stubborn to work with. So that's for me was, you know, something I was experiencing in the real world, you know, or in this physical plane and what the people that come to you, Ravi, what are they, you know, experiencing to help our listeners understand when a drum healing might be helpful for them? Um, I think you said the, the the magic word there, some sort of a, like stubborn energy that's stuck within you that doesn't want to shift anywhere. So with the drum healing, you can, uh, this is encourage that stubborn energy to move along because it's no longer wanted. And again, I think you pointed out uh, uh, earlier is, are you ready for that healing? Are you ready to let go of that? Are you still ready to let go of what you've kind of like become identified with? Are you ready to move on? So there is that state of being for that person, for the, for the client to say, are you really ready for it? If you're not ready for it, then no matter how much of a drum meeting I do, if you're holding on to something, then it's not really going to help. I mean, it'll 
kind of like dissipated a little bit, but it could over a period of maybe a couple couple of drum healings, then you know you could uh, eventually let go of that. But again, it's you uh, you as a client recognizing that there is something that you need to let go of, and so that then will help you with this thing. The drum healing is just a, a tool to help you along. So it's at the end of the day, it is it's up to you to whether you want to be healed or want to let go of whatever it is that you've started to identify with. And do you really want to change? Yeah. Which is, I mean, that arriving at that decision is so empowering and so hard for so many people. Like, it's just like, well, that takes effort in itself. So it's, you know, it is kind of tricky. And one thing I will add too, because while we talk about this healing happens at an energetic level and with, you know, today's day and age, so much is happening, even this conversation over a screen Mm -hmm. that sometimes while energetically, there is a shift that happens. If a drum healing was to happen through, you know, a screen or a zoom session, there's something even so much more dimensional and there's so much more depth to the healing when it can happen in person. And, you know, and so I invite people that might be considering this to truly consider it in person because it's just, I've received it over, you know, a screen. And while it certainly was moving in person, especially you, Ravi, whenever I have the chance to be in circle with you or around you with your drum, it's just like, a melt. It's just so, it's just so powerful. So I, I offer that too. Any thoughts on that? Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Uh, again, so with the drumming, it is the vibrational force that or the vibrations that the drum creates. So if you have it in person, it is so much more and it's focused on certain areas. Because if you're from coming from a screen, unless you have a $100,000 sound system that can actually replicate all the things and various parts of your body it's not going to be the same experience you need to experience that same thing with if you have i mean we have tibetan bowls that we use in our part of our healings now if you take the tibetan bowl and you play it and if you have hold it over a specific part of the body then that you know the the, the energy from that uh, bowl can actually permeate through your body if you have a, a sound that's coming over through speakers that sound is dissipated and it goes to all over all the room that all in the room that you're in. So again, to your point, having a, the in-person drum healing or in-person sound session is far superior to then to have it over Zoom. Obviously, over virtually, it does allow a certain amount of energies to shift, but to really get to the, the root part of the issues or the whatever you're facing, having it in person is always that much more it's experiential and you will feel that you're part of it. You can get into it, no distractions. You are there with the healer and it can actually work wonders. Yes. So true. So true. So as we wrap up here, Ravi, what's something that you can leave folks to consider who might be brand new to considering sound as a vessel for healing? What's just a one thing they could, a practical thing they could try? Um, definitely you'd reach out to a, a healer or something that's somebody that you know on. If you really want to, I, I would say to start off with listening to music, music that actually uh, feeds your soul. I mean, we, we said the expression that, you know, 
or what's the other things the sound or the music that tames the beast or something so i mean there is actually truth in that matter that when you play sounds or something like that listen to your favorite thing i wouldn't you know say uh, you know what even if it's heavy metal for somebody it could be soothing for them but again be uh, one thing i would warn out for the warning for people is aggressive sounds hard harsh noises can actually upset your internal balance as well it's got to be more flowing and this is my opinion i'm not sure there's if there's any science behind this or anything like that but allowing um <clears throat> gentle soothing music to flow through you it brings you a sense of calm um <clears throat> there's always that research by dr Himoto, uh when there's some scientific communities are going a little bit you know skeptical about this but where he said if you're shouting at water giving negative sounds in that when he froze the water the crystal structure of the water was different to opposed to when it was loving sounds and everything else again the structure was different so if we can kind of like bring some of that back in there i mean people call it pseudoscience but no hey if somebody can demonstrate empirically that this happened Imagine what happens to us when we listen to harsh, aggressive noises as opposed to nice, soothing, gentle noises. So but what kind of effect does it have on us? I mean, that's a question that maybe people can answer. But again, I will leave with people. Listen to music, first of all. And then if you want specifics for healings, if you're thinking your thing, then reach out to somebody who specializes in tuning forks, drum healing, crystal ball ear healing. Now this is this idea of sound baths everywhere so people are now creating these sessions where we have multiple people come in and there's somebody playing crystal balls in there and then at the same time there are people are going around with the reiki and energy healing and then you know spreading that around to for folks yeah yeah it's 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 a beautiful experience for sure and you know just so two things as we kind of come full circle on this is Sometimes listening to music could just be sitting in nature as a form of music. So just inviting people like music can mean many, many things. So find the meaning that's right for you. And then the second thing is if someone wanted to experience a drum healing with you, Ravi, what's a good way they can reach out to you? And Um, I can include it in the show notes too, but is it phone, email? Is there a social platform they can follow you? I don't really have any social presence, as it were. I mean, this is all personal stuff, but email probably is the the best approach on this. uh... Cool. Then I will include that in the show notes. And Ravi, I feel like this went so wicked fast and I want to spend, you know, a good, you know, another hour with you. But for the sake of our listeners, I thank you for your time. In this conversation. Thank you for inviting me to share some of these thoughts with me. And I really appreciate you for doing that and uh, look forward to being in circle with you again soon. Same. Thank you, friend. Thank you, friend.